Hi, and welcome to Five Compelling Questions with Sean. This is the podcast where we speak with writers about writing. And we talk to writers at various points of their career um, that have had very different publishing experiences. And it's always fascinating to me to hear about these stories. And that's uh, really why we st I started the show. And I I love it. I love talking with other writers. And I'm um, today is no exception. I have a wonderful guest and I'm so thrilled to have her here today. And her name is Lynn McPherson. How are you doing, Lynn? Hi. Hi, Sean. I'm great. How are you? I'm great, too. I'm doing really well. 2023 is turning into a nice year for me. Very excited. How about, how, how is your new year going for you? It was great, actually. Um, it was a quiet, kind of a quiet Christmas. And then uh, last minute, we decided to do something a little different. So we just... Uh, we went up to a ski resort not too far from where I live and stayed a couple nights. So that was really fun. Ooh, that does sound fun. And you're in, you're Canadian. You're up in Canada. Are you Canadian yeah. too? Or you just live there? <laughs> I just yeah, no you're Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. So I'm close to uh, just, just on the outskirts of Toronto. So uh, we drove about two hours north to a place called Blue Mountain. Not a mountain at all, but it, it has a ski hill. So um, and we got our kids on skis for the second time, so a little bit interesting, but uh, but fun. Oh, what age range are your, what age are your kids about? Are they young so, kids or the older? Um, kind of. Well, my daughter's eleven, going on eighteen, and uh, my son's eight, and he's kind of a he's a maniac. So, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> my daughter's really cautious. So you know, we're kind of going. So my husband and I both snowboard. And we're like mediocre snowboards trying to teach new skiers how to ski. So it quickly turned into let's get them a, let's get them a lesson because it's yeah. just everybody was falling everywhere. So, um, but it but it turned out well in the end. It was fun. Yeah, I love to ski, and I I was always amazed. I didn't start skiing until I was you know basically a college student, like adult, you know, high school, college. Um, so I lived in Florida, and there's not a lot of skiing going on down there yeah. so I only, I only lived in a colder enough area but when I was 16 so that's why I never skied but um I was always like amazed to see these tiny little kids like three years old on skis but that's the you know then they they don't they build that not fear thing from the very beginning and it's just interesting yeah. to me you know people start at their start their kids out really early skiing it is it's uh I mean we didn't start that early but um yeah, kids, they just, they just have no fear. And I mean, they can crash a little bit harder, but they can take it and, you know, it's how you learn. So, so they just, uh, I, know, I think by lesson four, they're going to be like zooming past us really. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that's fun. Well, that's very cool. And sounds so Christmassy to go up skiing with your family. That's it. Well, I should probably introduce you for people that don't know who you are. Um, there's a few people that might not know who you are yet, but they're all going to find out right now. Um, Lynn McPherson has worked for the RCMP, and I'm I guessing that's a Canadian thing. It's a real <laughs> Canadian police, yeah. It's like the Mounties with the, the red suit and the big hat. Okay, that's what I thought it was, but I wasn't gonna make I was gonna you know reveal my my uh, ignorance until you confirm that. Okay, she's also run a small business. She's taught English across the globe. She we just learned she's a snowboarder, so I mean already you're quite fascinating, quite fascinating person. Um, she's traveled the world by herself, where her uh, daring spirit has led her to jump out of airplanes, <laughs> dive with sharks, and learn she would never master a surfboard. She now channels her love of adventure and history into her writing, where she is free to go anywhere, anytime. So you're a bit of an adrenaline junkie here, I can see. Yes, yes. 
I mean, since I've become a mom, I've really toned that down, but certainly I, uh, I like to push myself and, and see what happens. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm definitely not doing any of those things. Um, after, <laughs> after studying at the University of British Columbia, Lynn moved back east and earned a degree in social science from Mac McMaster University. She currently lives outside Toronto with her husband and her two young children, as we were just saying, um, and, and, and a puppy. Um, maybe this is a dog now. I don't know how old this bio is. She, <laughs> she writes furiously when she is not being pulled away from her laptop and dreams one day of emulating the career of her beloved hero, Jessica Fletcher. Um, so there is Lynn and we're going to talk about your writing today. So what book, what book or series do you want to discuss? Do you want to tell us about today? Um, well, probably, um, the one that is coming out in 2024 with Level Best and that is called Instagar. So it's basically about, um, I would call it a modern mystery or millennial, millennial mystery. And, um, it's about a social media influencer who crowdsources for clues. I, I love it. I love it. And I'm going to be your editor. I am your editor. And I'm excited about the book. And I love um, the whole premise. I love the characters. I love everything about it. So thank you. We are looking forward to that. So, all right, here's the questions. We're launching into the interview immediately because we already did, we already did some uh, ice breaking earlier on. So we're good. <laughs> so Lynn, how did your writing career get started? Question number one. Okay. So um, it was kind of funny. I'm, I'm, um, I, I wasn't somebody who always dreamt of being an author, although I love a lifelong reader and, and I've always loved stories and uh, talking with people. But um, how it started was I actually used to have a business. I ran my own business and it kind of imploded and um, something that I thought I was going to do my whole life. Uh, I ran a, a golf range. And um, when then when that kind of exploded into um, I won't be doing that anymore. Uh, I was kind of left uncertain of what to do and very soon after I became pregnant with my with my daughter and um, and all of a sudden I went from a business owner to a stay-at-home mom and I, I really felt like I was a 1950s housewife and it was just a position I never thought I'd find myself in and um, my husband was away constantly on business so I was alone a lot with a with a baby and and so I started writing and I and I I, don't know, I love mysteries so I started thinking kind of what a what a fun um, amateur sleuth uh, a 1950s housewife would be so so that's where my first series got started and it's kind of um, murder she wrote meets I love Lucy type of thing so so that's where it all began and I, and I just once I started I just I just couldn't stop so. Well, we're glad you did. We're glad you got started and we're glad you didn't stop. So, but it's always so interesting to me when you think, you know, like a life altering sort of thing happens, like, you know, a business shuts down or whatever. Um, and you just regroup and you carry on in a different way. And I was like, that's because you probably wouldn't, you know, have done that otherwise, you know what I mean? Like maybe you wouldn't have written had that not happened or, you know, I started writing when I had, um, I started writing seriously. I had been writing for a while, but I, I was like, oh, I'll have a baby and I'll have all this time and I'll sit <laughs> Right, folks. And um, yeah, so, but it's, it's life events, I think, can sometimes influence whether or not we take up a, a new practice or craft or something. So it's very cool. Very good. Well, I'm glad you're, uh, I'm glad your golf business went under. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's it had its time. I had it for a while. I was ready to be done. So, well, let's see. The universe just like helped you along. So that's good. Um, take everything and see the bright side of it, is what I always say. Um, right. So, number two, question number two. How did you arrive at the premise of your series? 
Um, well, that was kind of, that's kind of a fun story too. Um, after um, I, I finished, wrote three books in, in that first series and I was, I was trying something new. Um, so I went down to Thriller Fest in New York City because I thought um, it's a great excuse to go to New York, a place I love. And, um, and they had something called Pitch Fest where you go and you, you pitch your, um, your query to, to agents. So I thought that would be a great experience. And um, while it didn't end up getting me an agent, um, I did have the opportunity to meet several agents. And one of them, um, Jessica Faust, she, uh, I sat down with her and I kind of told her the, the idea for my book. And, and she said, I, I don't love that, but she's like talking to you right now. You give me such a young, um, kind of a young vibe about you. And so I'd love to see you maybe lean into that and, and do something, um, you know, more millennial based mystery because there was, uh, there's, you know, some demand for that. And, and um, I loved that idea. And, and I thought it was so fun. And I really am like, I, I'm like a, a uh, 40, you know, 48 year old woman trapped inside, like a 17 or no, I'm 17 year old, you know, trapped inside 48 year old body. And I thought, this is, this is so me, I could super do this. So, you know, um, that's, that's how I kind of got started. And I thought, well, social media influencer, I mean, it's kind of the, the go to and, and I thought that would be a, a fun premise. So, so that's where it started. Very good. Yeah, well, it's, it is, it is a hot, topic these days and um we have another series uh it's uh sarah burr writes the yeah tag me it was tag me for murder hashtag you know the hashtag series and it's yeah you know people are really into it and it's exciting to see and i feel like you and her writing these types of mysteries and that what great advice did jessica gave you that's amazing that it, she would take the time to give you that kind of advice that actually steered your career in a way you know that's really great but you're writing for a new hopefully a new generation of mystery lovers that will come up because every you know, you've got to have fresh new things for them to discover our genre, you know, so it's cool right. that you guys are going into that area. So it's awesome. Yeah. And, and I actually, I love Coco Klein and, and Sarah's Sarah's writing. So I, I'm really enjoying, I, I really enjoyed her first one and I'm looking forward to the second one in that. Oh, you're going to like it. We're working on it now. <laughs> she's, she's great. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's really cool. And I do feel like that's a huge, that's such, I, you know, I'm so glad I get to work with both of you. All right, next question. This is a very serious question. No, I was kidding. It's not. None of these are very serious. If you could cast your characters in Instagoner or any of any of your in this series, which actors do you envision playing the different roles? Okay, so I I I don't know why I always think about this. It's just one of those things that uh, that I, I like to to daydream about. So um, my uh, my main character. Um, is oh my gosh now I have all my characters mixed up uh <laughs> it is Emily that's who it is yes Emily and um I always see her as being played by Julia Garner who was um Ruth in Ozark and she uh, was also in Inventing Anna she's just a really cool actress she's got you know huge range and I just find her she's just like once she's on the screen I can't take my eyes off her so um, I thought that would be, she would just be amazing. And um, uh, her best friend is named Fitz and he, uh, you know, BFF, they've always been best friends. And um, I see him, uh, him and his brother, who's kind of the love interest sheriff. Uh, Fitz is a snowboarder. 
Uh, his brother Noah is a skier. So I kind of see them as the Hemsworth brothers. So <laughs> Liam would be Fitz and, uh, Noah, and, and uh, Noah would be Chris. So I, I, uh, I always kind of see those guys playing roles, yeah. which of course is probable, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And they're so, they're so ugly. That's weird that you'd choose it. And I'm just kidding. Everyone, all those people are gorgeous to look at. They're like statues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Julia just won, Julia, she just won a Golden Globe last night. She won, um, she won a Golden Globe. So I just watched her. She looked gorgeous. She's up there doing her acceptance speech. Got a little choked up when she mentioned her husband. It was so sweet, but she is amazing. Wow. I love, I love her. I am a huge fan of hers too. So now when I read your books, I can have all these beautiful people in my mind and I will be like, okay, that's, that's who, that's who they are. And maybe, yeah. maybe she'll one day listen to this and be like, oh, we need to get this on Netflix. We can always oh, think we can always, we can come on. Let's just, let's just dream big. <laughs> all right. Cool. 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 Next question. What do you hope readers will take away from reading after reading your book? Uh, well, I think really, um, I see myself as, uh, I guess an entertainer of sorts. So what I really hope is that they just come away feeling a little bit happier, a little bit lifted up. Um, they certainly won't be getting any, you know, deep seated new ideas of how to save the world, but it's just my goal is just to bring a little bit of joy, a little bit of laughter, a little bit of light into the world. So I just hope that they kind of go away feeling, feeling just a little bit happier. Well, I love that. And I think that is so sorely needed, especially, I mean, I think every, every era of time people have been like well especially now we need that <laughs> you know <laughs> seems like we're never out of it i guess but um it's interesting that you say that because um malice is uh, the con the mystery convention that i'm involved with and i have been for a really long time and we focus on uh, traditional slash cozy mysteries sort of sort of what your books would, would fall into that's the category i would say and um there's a real passion for these books because they um, make people feel good. And it's, there's, you know, you're not going to get like a slashy murdery bunch of hard sex scenes to go get through not a lot of violence. You know, we, none of that is on the table. So it's just, but these books are very popular and have remained popular because they offer a sense of comfort. Like you're solving a puzzle, you know, you're not being traumatized while you're doing it. So, so it's just, it's a very popular drama, but it's because it makes people, they make people feel good, you know? Yeah. And the golden, the golden age of mystery that came to prominence between the wars, because people, they really, people then really needed that comfort. And that's why they're called cozies, you know? So. Right. Anyway, that's, that's the thing. Like, yeah. You know, why I, you know, I, I enjoy watching the Hallmark movies around Christmas. It's that same kind of fuzzy, cozy feeling. And I, I'm, I'm so into it. I, I just love it. So. Yeah. That's me too. I love, I love definitely comfort television. I, mine is baking. I watch all the baking stuff. And I like the Hallmark stuff, but then it's like, I'll go all the way to their end and watch true crime and serial killer stuff. So I have no, I have no medium. I have no middle, middle ground. <laughs> I'm just Absolutely. Yes. I, I live at the extremes. Okay. My fifth question is usually something a little bit off the wall, but um, here, here we go. Question number five, what superpower would you choose for yourself? It's gotta be flying. When I've had like a good day or a good dream, I'm always up in the sky flying around, enjoying myself or or running away and, and I get somehow I realize I can fly. So definitely fly of everything. I, I think it would just be such an amazing uh, skill to have. Yeah, I can picture you flying because of all the windsurfing, snowboarding, <laughs> shark, whatever you're doing. <laughs> so you, you feel like you've already been flying. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> you are fun. Okay. Yeah, I like I like two feet on the ground. I'm 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 not as adventurous as you are. Um, okay, so now we're gonna do the rapid fire quiz. Are you ready? Yes. Good. All right. Number one, summer or winter? Um, as a writer, I have to say winter because it's when the kids are in school and it's when I get my main writing time done. Um, I am from the prairies too, near the mountains, so you know it's so beautiful in the winter. So I'll have to say. Summer I get with the kids, so okay. I'm gonna say winter. Okay, if I have to. Say, but, yeah. All right, I'm making you choose one. <laughs> All right, number two, sweet or savory? Savory, savory, definitely. If if it can't have cheese and it can't have butter, then I'm probably not interested. Yeah, same. Give me a good <laughs> steak of potatoes any day. All right, comedy or drama? Uh, well. I love both. Um, when I'm feeling down 100% comedy, I love, you know, Schitt's Creek, the Goldberg, Superstore, they make me laugh. Um, um, but I'm also like, I, I love movies. So I love, uh, I love, you know, The Godfather and uh, Casino and, and the, the heavy drama. So I kind of love it all. If I had to pick probably comedy, because that's where um, I'm inspired to write through comedy. Um, so if I had to choose, probably that, but I like all of it. Maybe yeah. they're a great escape for me. I'll go by myself to the theater and just take the two hours and just totally get into it. Oh, I'm, I do the same thing. They just open one of those ones near my, right near my house that has like the uh, recliners and they bring you like nice cocktails and stuff. I'm like, ooh, I'll be, yeah. see you guys. That's that where I'm going to be. <laughs> Mommy needs a break. I'll be going over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or um, this time of year, I really like to, I try to see all the movies that are nominated for the major awards uh, shows, so I try to get them all in, and I started doing this a long time ago, and I started a spreadsheet from 1970 going forward of all, everyone that's been nominated for an Academy wow. Award or a Golden Globe, and I, I fill in the little, I fill them in um, with colors oh. when I've seen them, so nerd alert, I am a movie fanatic. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I, I, it's funny because when my grandmother was alive, she was like an absolute movie buff. Like everybody always wanted her on their um, their Trivial Pursuit team because she could answer every pink question. Like she was really good. So I started doing kind of the same thing. I started with the the best pictures, but I switched to best directors because you, do you remember when they switched from five to ten movie movies yeah. for uh, for best pick? But um, recently I haven't done it. I've kind of fallen off, but I used to do the same thing and I, and I love it because it always gets you to see movies or at least it gets me to see movies. I wouldn't normally choose. Yeah. So I think it's a great, exactly. it's a great way to experience, um, new things, new, new, new movies, I guess. For sure. Yeah. And I, I always started doing it because, um, when I was young, I didn't, and I did a lot of, um, well, I was an English major, so I did read a lot of classics because I, I didn't like being in a conversation where somebody, everyone else knew it, like a reference to a movie meant and I didn't. And I'm like, oh, even though I was like a teenager and adults were talking about whatever the thing was in the movie, I'm like, all right, I need to figure this out because I don't like it that I don't know what everyone's talking about. <laughs> so I started watching, started watching the movies. Um, so that's a little bit about it. Well, very, we have a lot in common, you and I. Um, all right, next one, early bird or night owl? Early bird. Yeah. early bird. I, I try to get up by five just because uh, my house is a little bit crazy most days. So I, I want my early morning coffee, alone, quiet, 
look at what I'm writing, whatever. Uh, I need that time. So definitely early bird. Yes, absolutely. Same. I think a lot of, if you have children in the house, sometimes it's just the only quiet time you get because I didn't, you can do late at night. Some people can, but it's just, it's exhausting, you know, man managing a bunch of lives all day. And then <laughs> after that, I'm like, oh, it's time for wine in bed. I can't, you know, I'm done. I'm yeah. done with the thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably like if, if there was like a visual, I'd probably have little X's over my eyes by the time 10 o'clock rolls around. Like, done. See you later. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. All right. The last question is coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. I have it. I have a sign next to my desk. It says no coffee, no worky. And that's <laughs> that's pretty much me. I, I will switch to green tea later on after I've had like, you know, my four or five cups. But um, coffee is my true love. Yeah, we like coffee. I like tea, too. But if I had to, if you told me I could only pick one for the rest of my life, I'd have, I would have to go with coffee. But I do like 100%. them both for different reasons, but well, this has been great. So um, we're looking forward to Insta Instagoner, which is such a cute title. And that's gonna be a series. Yes, this is the, this is the first book in a series. First of three, yep. Um, and, and it's funny, actually the the um, the title, I had it, I was calling it something else. I had it, I think I was calling it Under under the Influence of Murder or something. And then I, uh, I was kind of a finalist on Pitch Wars, the very final Pitch Wars. Um, uh, I, I didn't make it on, but the uh, the the woman Anna Kaling, she um, she wrote me a, an email at like right after the the winners were announced, and she said I didn't choose yours, but it was in the top five, so I'm going to send you all my all my pages on your work. And she had about six or seven pages typed out of all the suggestions, and one of them was um, she didn't love the title, and so she suggested Instagram, and I thought that is so fun. So yeah. You've gotten lots of really good advice. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you get out there and start sharing your uh, your ideas and your work. And that's, you know, something that I think a lot of our listeners would benefit from knowing that it's, you know, you've just had these conversations with people that are, you know, just had a flash of brilliance for you. And it's, but I, we do have a very collaborative and welcoming uh, community at the, in the mystery world. I really believe that, so. It's been amazing. I am. Um, I was. I volunteered. There's a something called Crime Writers of Canada, and it's a like a nonprofit thing. And and so I I volunteered with them and and ended up. Um, I think I was on the board for three years, and I I met so many amazing people. And everybody that I I spoke to or emailed with or whatever was just fantastic. Anyone from like like Linwood Barkley, I'd be like, can you do an event? And and um, he was so he's so funny, and he would come anytime and just. Uh, you know, to Vicki Delaney, um, who's just such an incredible support for for so many authors. Uh, um, Melanie Campbell, like just a list of authors who I've had the privilege of of kind of getting to know a little bit, or or at least um, interacting with. Everybody's just been so supportive and and helpful and and just amazing. So I, it's an amazing community. I, I, I'm I'm so happy to be a part of it. Yay. Yeah, me too. Well, and we get to carry on together. So that'll be fun. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think that's a really good place to end. You just had this very wonderful, uplifting statement about our, <laughs> about our, the status of our lives. So it's very good. We'll end on a positive note, but thank you so much for coming. Um, and we have, me. of course, and we'll have you back. So enjoy the okay. rest of your day. Okay. Thanks, Sean. So good to meet you. And I can't wait to see you in April. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'll be there. Yay. Okay. <laughs> okay take care. You too. Bye.